Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott with Dave, who's probably above me today. I don't know where he's going to land. Should be to your side. Yeah, uh, yes, last time you were above me. I was above you. <laughs> and uh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the show. We are have got a treat for you today. Another Burt Reynolds movie. But before we get to Gator, Gator, um, what you been watching, Dave? Uh, I watched finally um, a guy named Tim at work. Uh, has always quoting movies and he's he gets upset because he'll look at me about a movie and i'm like i've never seen that i have no interest in seeing that but he's mentioned this one movie and i've heard about it and i know about it and a lot of people have talked about it mm -hmm. uh it's a few years old it's called napoleon dynamite i finally broke down and i watched napoleon dynamite it's an awkward movie have you ever <laughs> seen it i have seen it i have yeah, seen it oh. it's, the best way that I can describe it is the movie itself is awkward. The actors play their characters very well, and they yeah. are all awkward. The, the characters' interaction with each other is all awkward. I mean, there was a point where I, I, it was almost uncomfortable to watch. And I was like, am I enjoying this movie? I, I'm just going to turn this off. I can't finish watching this. And as I'm sitting there reaching for the clicker, I'm like, but I, I'm interested. So the writer did two really good things. He made me feel uncomfortable <laughs> and, and awkward in my own skin. Right. And he made me want to see how these awkward people get, get through this movie. So I watched it. I watched the whole thing. I, I recommend it. But I don't want to recommend it because it's so weird. It's a very strange movie. Yeah. And, and, the, and when I say it's strange, it just means the people themselves, the characters themselves. Nothing really, nothing really strange happens. Really. What? What exactly? I mean, Here's all I remember. I remember. I think it's Bill Hader or Hader. Hader. Yeah. yeah Rex, um, Rex. Rex. Rex Quando. He's like a very, a very instructor. Yeah, a very awkward teenage boy uh, that yeah. I think a lot of us can relate to. And I do yeah. remember that part of it. I just remember watching this movie a long time ago. I might have even, oh, shit, it might have even been on VHS. I don't remember. Yeah, but um, hard to say. Yeah, it's a lot of people recommended it. Um, and I just I remember at the time thinking, OK, this was I was I was entertained. I will yeah, I will yes, I will give you yeah. that. I was entertained. Uh, it wasn't a complete waste. His little dance number at the end is really good. Um, <laughs> killed me. That's like probably my favorite part of the movie, uh, but that I remember. So I do need to go revisit it. Um, I remember thinking, I don't get it. I don't understand what other people see in this movie. Neither. But, neither do I. I honest to God, I look at this movie. I'm like. I have no idea why anybody likes this movie. And yet I like the movie and I want to watch it again just to see why the what what it is. There's something inherent in this movie. If you have an off off center sense of humor, mm -hmm. if you have an, an awkward sense of humor, if you if you just if you just like strange weird stuff, some of the things they do, they they the grandmother just gets up and leaves at one point. Because the two sons or the two guys are living with their grandmother. Uh, the one thinks he's a, a woman, womanizing stud. And all he does is talk to girls on the internet all day. Yeah. And then there's Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. And the grandmother leaves and says, don't forget to feed 
whatever the daisy or whatever the Tina, llama's isn't name it? is. Is it Tina? Tina. And you go out and you find out Tina's a llama that they own. Or it might be the neighbor's llama. I don't it doesn't know. Make, it don't make any sense. <laughs> he just thought there was like a plate of food, like regular yes. people food. And he's like throwing it at the llama. Here, eat, eat. Would you just eat? Stop it. Just eat. And he's like, the llama takes a couple bites. and But he, they do that like two or three times with the llama. And I'm like, why is there a llama even in this movie? This makes no sense. <laughs> like, I want to shoot a rocket at it. I know, right? Um, but... There's just weird shit going on in this whole movie. He meets this little girl who's going around door to door selling bracelets. And I can't even tell you what the story is because I'm not sure what the story right? is. I don't, I don't there's either. No, there's no coherent plot that I can see. I mean, it's basically just these teenagers and these guys going through their life like every day. And, you know, that may be what it is um, now. I don't know the age of everybody that's recommended it to you, but anybody that's recommended it to me is has been younger. Um, really? So I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know okay. if it, it's 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 a generational thing. People who grew up in the '90s, '80s, and '90s versus the '70s and stuff, yeah. or '70s and '80s, and people yeah. who grew up in the '90s, I '90s and 2000s. I don't know if it's it's that um, because I tend to not get a lot of the humor of the the younger generations <laughs> so now i know how my parents felt <laughs> anybody who's eaten todd or pod tide tide pods or whatever yeah i don't yeah think, i, I, I think that, that the group that would like this movie's older than that it's not yeah. the tide pod generation but generation no, tide uh, maybe a little bit younger than me maybe close to yeah. my own age close to our okay. age you know yeah that. so maybe I've it's a sense of humor that's different movie to me i mean yeah. i don't know of anybody younger much younger than that that's recommended it um yeah. it is an odd movie it's a peculiar movie the characters are just i want to know how the actor who plays napoleon dynamite i've seen him in other things he's in oh, blades yeah. of glory which is hysterical oh yeah i love blades and i of get glory. that i mean i get blades of glory that's hysterical uh it's a completely different character mm -hmm. <laughs> but the guy who's playing Napoleon Dynamite has got his eyes closed almost the whole time. Yeah. Like when That's he's true. talking, he's giving, he's delivering his lines. He's got these big thick glasses on. He's like, I, you know, he'll deliver his line. And then he just walks away. And I'm like, how in the hell is this guy doing? How does he know, even know when he, his physical cues are at this point? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> but Napoleon Dynamite is a very odd movie. It's an older movie. Um, hold on. Let me, I'll find out. Yeah. Find out when that, but I, I I recommend it, and I honest to God I don't know why I recommend it because I I don't, <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Um, there it is, Napoleon. Let me it says two thousand and four. Oh wow! Okay, so it's I thought a, it was even a, older. Okay, a bit older. Um, two thousand and four. All right. Yeah. So um, I'm off on the generational thing. I just maybe I just didn't get the. Uh, the humor so much in it but um yeah the humor is just really weird it's wonked yeah. out but yeah. look but like you and i've said before it's a movie that has stuck with me and i've thought about certain moments in the movie and i'm just like okay that's that's a good it's a good movie if it sticks honestly, with you yeah <laughs> but i honestly god i don't know why it's a good movie yeah it, but it does it sticks with me it makes me think like the little girl coming around and how he meets his I guess pseudo girlfriend is she's just selling stuff door to door. 
and he insults her without meaning to insult her. She yeah, runs, which is what she a teenage drops, kid would do. <laughs> yeah, she just drops everything and runs off. And then later on, he finds her and he's giving her back her, her basket of, of goodies. But it's just, everything is just that awkward. Like, the, none of it makes any sense. Damn. But at the end, everything works out. And you're like, I'm really glad I watched that thing. Because, <laughs> you know, I wanted this. Like, like, the very end, I don't know. Do you remember the end credit? No. With the brother? The brother no. who's always on the computer. He's, he's The brother's always on the computer trying to get a girl. This is a a spoiler of sorts because it's really about the only thing I can spoil in this movie. Uh, <laughs> that's that's accurate. You could describe the whole movie and people still wouldn't know what they were, what you described. The girl finally so. comes to meet him and her name is LaFonda. And I heard this and I'm like, Oh man, this girl's going to come in here. She's going to rip this guy off. You know, she's going to take him for what little money or little things he's got. She shows up. She's this tall, rather attractive black woman. Looks like, you know, she's got to be a foot taller than this guy. I'm about, I don't know how the hell tall I am anymore. Five, nine, maybe five, eight, <laughs> five, nine. And she'd be a head taller than me. Easy. No problem. And she's wearing heels. And you think at first that she's still going to rip this guy off. She's just going to rip this guy off. Right. But they fall in love. Like she loves this guy. And he's just, he's smitten with her. And at the end of the movie, they're getting married. And I'm like, that's a great ending. And him, the, the brother of Napoleon Dynamite and the brother get along great at, by the end of the movie. Yeah. Napoleon comes riding in on this horse. And Okay, and I'm going to have to just go watch like, this end credit scene. He was late. And he's like, well, I had to had to break this wild stallion to give to you and you and LaFonda for your, what did he say? Your, uh, your, your wedding nuptials or your, or your, <laughs> your whatever. And he gets off the horse. They get on it and they ride off. And you're sitting there looking at him going, it gives me a moment of doubt. Like, is everything he's been telling everybody been a lie? Was that a lie? Was the horse already broken or did he break actually break the horse? Oh, I got it you. In? Or, and then you, find, then you start second guessing about like killing the bears and going hunting and doing all this yeah. other shit. You're like, has he really done all this other shit? <laughs> Because that's where I was at when, okay. he, when he that end credit. I'm like, oh shit, maybe he really does do all the shit that he's been talking about. <laughs> all right, well, you've got me convinced to go watch it again. I, I think I'm going to have to watch it again because I want to know want to know why I like it. Yeah, and I, I've never really had this pro- big of a problem when I like a movie. I can usually go, okay, I like this, I like this, I like this. Yeah. This yeah, it's like when we did uh, Empire Records. I started off the movie. It's like yeah. I am not going to like this. I'm not supposed right. to like this. By the time the thing ended, I love it, and I can tell you why. Um, I yeah. do remember being entertained by Napoleon Dynamite, and I can't tell you why. But you still think about it. Yeah, only because day. my my circle of friends won't shut the hell up about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how uh, the guy at work was. He just kept talking about it and talking about it. And he'd say, he'd quote lines from the thing. I'm like, no idea what you're talking about. I've got no skills. He'd do that. And I'm like, now I know why that's funny. Okay. Because they're <laughs> talking about getting a girlfriend. And he, you know, he, he says all the things you have to do to be a girl, you know, to get a girlfriend. And then he's talking to his friend, Pedro. And Pedro's like, why don't you just do this? He's like, I got no skills. <laughs> it was just like, it was just such a random line that nobody should be quoting and yet, but yet 
I you understand know, it now. You it's know, one it's of like, those movies that just works. Yeah, and it does. And I don't know why. I have to watch this movie. I honestly think this is a movie like a Shawshank Redemption that you have to watch or read the script to try and figure out why it works. I don't know why this movie works, but it does. And mm-hmm. I want to find out why does it work? Why does this movie make me want to watch it again? Other than to try and figure out why it works. You know, yeah. it, it's just a strange movie, folks. Enjoy it. It's really weird. It's yeah, not yeah. everybody's cup of tea. I'll tell you that right now. But it's it's entertaining. It is entertaining. Cool. What cool. have you been watching, Doug? Um, Well, I am going to spoil this, folks. So if you have not watched The Menu on HBO, go check it out. I guarantee you will be entertained. Yeah. Um, so I watched The Menu starring uh, Ray Fiennes and Anna Taylor-Joy. Um, That's the one with the big eyes, right? Yeah. She uh, originally is... Um, most known for the movie The Witch, and then she did The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. And I'm going to tell you real quick about The Queen's Gambit. She's wonderful in it, and never have I thought that I would be on the edge of my seat watching chess matches. But they made chess <laughs> exciting in that show, and she sells it. She is really good in it. Right. This particular movie, um, it is a. I'm, I'm going to try not to spoil too much, just because I want people to experience this. Right. This, this I've film. heard about it. I know a little bit about it, so I know. So I, I take it back. Happened. I am going to give this a spoiler-free. Uh, just a quick talk about it. The movie right. um, d- is a satirical look at foodies and people who are all about the food culture and you know the fine dining experience experience i watch tons of culinary competitions and food shows i i consider myself kind of a foodie however i'm not a pretentious prick so um it focuses on the people that look oh you know the the plate is so beautiful it's all about the experience and you get these little microscopic things and it represents some artistic bullshit so the movie the movie pretty much shoves that right in your face and just shows how ridiculous right. it is to the food critics, the foodies, the celebrities and everything. And <laughs> it is a horror movie. There is a lot of death. Um, it does have a final girl. And the way she's the way she survives is wonderful. And it's a more of a fuck you back to these pretentious chefs and it's really it's okay, really cool. good it, it i will here's the only spoiler folks it ends with human s'mores <laughs> it the movie is not what you think it is um it is so well acted it takes place pretty much in one room the entire time around a dinner table and people just talking and as the camera's going to the other table you're starting to figure out things about these people and you start to see because you're thinking the whole time what the hell is this movie there's got to be a connection so i'm sitting here like like sherlock holmes trying to find the connections trying to make it all make this movie make sense and when it clicks in it's like oh this was brilliant i will praise this movie till the end of time i found it absolutely wonderful and a must watch so that's great um, now i'm gonna have to sit there and watch it i think you and cat will like it i was blown away i I was just i could not turn away i was like it was late one night and it's like i'll check this out everybody keeps talking about it and it's like fuck. i ended up watching the whole thing it's like i can't i can't stop (laughs) yeah so that that's what i've been watching except for you know i'm sorry sorry. no 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 what was it i was about to jump into gator (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i wanted to ask you if you've watched rrr yet 
I have not. It is it is in my queue. I really want to watch it. Um, We're gonna have to do a a review on RRR. Just let me know if you want to watch it. I'll I'll speed back yeah. through it again. Is that is that on Netflix? It is on. It probably probably it, is since I, I just guess, canceled I Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix. I just, I just canceled Netflix. <laughs> no shit. Did you really? Yeah. I haven't watched Netflix in months, man. <laughs> just like uh, I'm not paying you bad. 20 bucks a month for nothing. <laughs> no, I, so. I actually kept it because a lot of the Indian movies that are on there now. Oh, I've, started going, cool. I've started going through the Indian very movies. Cool. And I'm like, that's in my queue. That's in my queue. I will, I will definitely queue. watch uh, RRR. I've heard nothing but great things about this movie. Yeah. Uh, another one that I want to watch and have been even before the awards was Everything Everywhere All at Once or whatever. Yeah, I've wanted I do to want to watch that. It came out. Yeah, I just I was going to go to the theater in this in our little podunk town. It was in the theater for like two freaking minutes. I know. I know. By the time I found out about it and I went to check the time, it was already out of the theater. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> nothing like, but good things about that for a while. Me? <laughs> yeah you, you got a freaking superhero movie in there but not this good good movie come on <laughs> i know one of the things i saw about those two directors who did that movie it was um when when they got their award they they were thanking their parents for allowing them to make these crazy ass movies as kids yeah. and not stifling their creativity and That's we talk about that a lot on this show and it's like look what happens when you support your kid yeah, i'm just saying it's, it's absolutely great it's absolutely yeah. great wonderful I, uh, I, uh, yeah, we need to. We'll go ahead and we'll talk about Gator now. But Gator what I'd now. Like to do, real quick, and you might want to cut this out. I don't know. We could keep that first half for another episode, and then keep this half. For a yeah, second. we'll just roll the whole thing. But I, we'll see. Fuck my idea. What the hell do I know? <laughs> Fuck your idea, folks. <laughs> you may or may not have an intro to this. I don't know. It just depends. <laughs> it depends on how I feel when I go to edit. But anyway, yeah, Gator, entertaining. Entertaining. And what I said to you last night, I still really hold or this morning or whatever. I still hold on to it. When I was watching this movie, I thought when I saw directed by Burt Reynolds. Yeah. And then I watched this movie. It's like, oh, my God, this is Burt's Rudy Ray Moore moment. This is Burt yeah. wanting to be the action star. He, he's he got yeah. the mustache back. You know, that yeah. was conscious decision. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He gets the ladies. He makes a point throughout this movie to show him with puppies and with cats. And now he has a daughter and taking, that and taking care of a kid and a little taking kid. care of a kid. Yeah, He's now has kid. a kid that, um, wow. A lot of time has passed since, um, white lightning. it was like nine years. Was it? It seemed yeah. like it. Well, well, dad sure as hell looked different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it was only about nine years in reality too. Oh, okay. So he, aged, he aged the kid. Well, okay. uh, and I, I was shocked by that because initially I had thought, I thought they said the woman had died. Mm. I thought the girl from uh, White Lightning had died. But it turns out because he went back to prison, she just was tired of that shit and left. Yes. Yeah, now I kind of missed that too. part. Yeah. Because I did wasn't sure um, when this actually took place. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so he's just going with it. And he's just bringing the Gator character, Gator yeah. McCluskey, through. McCluskey, um, right. Yeah. I When I watched this to the very end of the movie, I looked over at Kat and I said, he should have made a third one. And its third one should have been him going into the city and helping Lauren Hutton's character, like fight gangs or some kind of, you know, drug dealers or some shit that's fucking with her. And he does his regular, you know, high speed chase, but only through now he's in New York kind of thing. Yeah. And then the name of the movie would be Gator Country. 
I like that. And I'm like, he missed the perfect opportunity. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how well this was received. I don't receive it very well. I don't think it's a good movie. It's um, compared to White Lightning. Compared to White Lightning, this yeah. is a stinker. But this is an entertaining movie. This has got it's car good. chases. It's, it's got, got everything you want in it. You can it's see so the good. jokes. The jokes are being set up a mile away. So I think the dialogue is very clumsy in a lot of spots and it's very purposeful to, I, I swear, um, all I can see is this is Burt Reynolds trying to prove to everybody that he's great with kids, puppies, cats. He loves people of color and everybody. Right. And he's just an all around great guy, but yet he spent most of his life in this movie in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got a redeeming quality. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I would agree with that. I I didn't think of any of that while I was watching it. I just, yeah. just I just felt that way. It felt heavy to me, and it's like, you know, it's okay because I I got a Rudy Ray Moore vibe off of this because yeah. we talked a lot about Rudy Ray Moore, and God bless him. You know, he made a vehicle for yeah. himself, and I think yeah. I saw Burt Reynolds doing that too. He, mm -hmm. he he there were some cool boat chases. Some didn't make sense. Um, Still cool, <laughs> but, though. <laughs> but it was cool, you know. And, and if you go watch the trailer to Gator, it's going to talk about how many cars destroyed, boats destroyed, houses right. blown up, and all of this stuff. And yeah. it's it's entertaining. It's a 70s movie, but there's stuff in here that don't make sense. A lot of stuff doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know why he would walk around without a, a fucking gun on him at all times with this crazy guy that he went to go. Why did that girl show up in the end driving a truck? Um, See, I thought... Was that the girl that he was talking to, the hooker? Because yeah. I'm like, did she come to save him? Has she been watching him? What's going on? She's all dropped out was... of her mind. She ain't doing nothing. Well, see, that's what I thought. I think, I think what happened there. I think some scenes got cut. There was, yeah, I was gonna say there was a bad edit going on there. There was something that led to that, to where that truck showing up made sense. See. I saw that. You saw that. It stuck out like a sore thumb. It's like, yeah. this doesn't make any sense. Why is she there? I want to talk about her just a second, because this particular character in the movie really makes Jerry Reed one of the sleaziest motherfuckers I've seen oh in a while. Oh, my God. Kat and I were talking about that last night. What a... I'm going to say it. What a fucking scumbag. And he deserved a lot worse than what he got. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Holy shit. Well, folks, let, let me set this up for you. Um, this invo scene involves a prostitute is probably about 15, if that. And yeah. um, Jerry Reed plays character Bama McCall, who's kind of like the local crime lord. And uh, he's kind of got this uh, girl all drugged up on a bed and ready for Bert for yeah. Gator. And Gator says something's like, she can't be more than 15. Yeah, he's, and... he's disgusted at this point. Bama's Bama's response is, oh geez, he's like, well, our mamas were married and spitting out kids at this age, and I'm like, yeah. oh god, dude, don't. <laughs> yeah, completely different world. Number one, and your daddies were the same fucking age. <laughs> you know, let's let's mm. not even talk about that motherfucker. But the fact yeah. that that whole room is filled with girls about that age, and that's what he yeah. says. They're all. He goes, there's none that are old, over sixteen. Yeah. And Bert's like, he's disgusting. That's what I'm saying. That like, if you made this movie now, Bert Reynolds' character would have a gun on him, and he would have went down where they were all playing poker, and he would have just shot a couple of motherfuckers if, in cold blood. And I would have been like, yes, that's how you take care of that. If you all, if if the listeners out there have not seen the latest Rambo movie, um, he goes to rescue this girl who is like a daughter to him, 
and um she's in a situation like that and he kills a bunch of motherfuckers with like a hammer and shit it's awesome uh yeah so yeah i do recommend the rambos uh anyway but back to this (laughs) yeah Yeah, so that made jerry reed um really shitty however he acted so well he sold this 100 i just could not stand bama mccall um yeah. But one of the things I want to point out is there's only two songs in this entire movie, one at the beginning and one at the end. And the one at the yeah. beginning is Jerry Reed wrote a song for the movie called Gator. Yeah, which was actually a pretty good song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's kind of tells a lot like the legend of Gator and everything. Yeah. It's like, you know, in the 70s, we had so many of these little songs that told stories. And right. this is, you know, kind of like, like the bandit. Yeah. <laughs> they did the same thing with Smokey yeah. and the Bandit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I always th- go when I think of '70s and music with stories. I always go to Charlie Daniels, yeah, who told yeah. so many stories with his songs, and that's what that kind of reminded me of. Yeah, yeah, that's a good good call. Yeah, uh, Jerry Reed, man, I was not expecting his character to be this mean and nasty. Um, you know what's so funny? I want to interject this real quick. Uh, which, oh. I'm sorry. Um, when we watched White Lightning, there was an actor, and I can't remember his name, who we thought was Jerry Reed. Looked like Jerry Reed. Yeah, and I can't. You know what? I can't think yeah. of his name. Hold so on, it was I'll, funny I'll, to go into this movie and oh, look, there, there's that's really Jerry Reed. <laughs> there's Jerry Reed right there. <laughs> that's really him. But yeah, no flash, no bandit. No, uh, no. lots of car chases. Okay, so the cat scene was hilarious. Yeah. Where they break into the uh, the city hall to steal some records to get car- uh, Jerry Reed's character imprisoned. Yeah, and Alice Ghostly, who's playing, a she woman is wonderful in this. So good in this, and she loves her cats, but she doesn't leave her cats at home. She makes them take the cats with them. So they're trying to break in to the and hall of records, and they can. The cats are screaming. <laughs> It's just so damn funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I texted you when that came out. I was like, yeah. the cats. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. What I was talking about. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. I, I, I am sad because there's a chance that the, the cats in the movie, the movie cats, not the real cats, the, right. the movie cats didn't make it. Um, oh, no, so, they didn't. Yeah. You heard him scream. You heard. Uh, yeah, nobody did. Uh, yeah. Bo Hopkins is the Bo guy. Hopkins. Yeah. Could have been could have been Jerry Reed's twin brother, man. Holy cow. Yeah, pretty much. Bo looked just like him. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were talking about the movie in general. I'm going to go through the names yeah. of the main characters. Uh, Burt Reynolds as Gator. You had um, Jack Weston as Irving Greenfield, who was the FBI <laughs> agent. Such, Such a good character uh... actor. He he is good. Uh, this is such a this is a this is an interesting character. Um, yeah, he it was really atypical, is atypical for the time period. Incompetent, yeah. fumbling, yeah. bumbling fool, um, just in over his head. Yeah, Lord, Lauren Hutton was the reporter. Mm-hmm. Aggie Maybank, Jerry Reed was Bama McCall. What a great name! Played yeah, what a great character! What a great horrible character! Character. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you're going to write a scumbag, that's how you write a scumbag. That's how you write a scumbag. Alice Ghostly was uh, Emmeline Cavanaugh. Where where have I seen Alice Ghostly before? Greece. Because I. She was the uh, the shop, the shop teacher in Greece. Sure enough. And she was also in. Uh, Bewitched. Was she on Green Acres at all? She was on Bewitched. 
Bewitched. That's chance on Bewitched. She probably showed up in Green Acres because she did a lot of television. Uh, I believe she showed up on the Love Boat. Oh, everybody showed up on the Love Boat. I'm going to take a wild guess. Yeah, I'm going to take a wild guess and say she probably showed up on uh, Fantasy Island too. Yeah, if you were an actor in the 70s, you were on those shows. It was pretty much a given you will be booked. (laughs) Did you notice who the governor was? Mm Mm-mm. You might, you know, yeah, no, you're, you're probably old enough to remember. Uh, Mike Douglas was the governor, the talk show host, the daytime talk oh, show host. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Doug Taylor was the mayor Caffrey. Did you recognize the guy who played Smiley, Burton Gilliam? Yes, but I don't know where. He always played a bad guy. He was in a couple of Clint Eastwood movies. And I want to say that he was in... Uh, uh, every which way but loose and every which way you, you, you can. I had seen him before. I got to talk about Smiley here. This but is a really? very awkward scene in this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where Smiley is clearly gay. Yeah, yeah. Trying to hit and on And he's really hitting on Gator big time. Yeah. And it's an awkward conversation. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, well, in front of all the women and everybody. It was like, what? And he just smiled the whole time. Did you hear them scream at night? Do you hear a lot of noises? I can make you hear that or whatever. What the hell? No, I don't think so. What about Bones? He was also in uh, History of the World Part One. Oh, He was the cowboy. Yes! Oh, you used to sing all the time when you were. It's like he's a very distinct look. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has a distinct look. A guy named Bones was uh, William. I'm gonna try it. Engesser, E N G E S S E R. I've never seen him in Engesser. anything else. I haven't know. either. He's William freakishly Engesser. tall, but I think his height is very exaggerated in this. Yeah, yeah, especially because when he's driving the car. Nobody's he he wouldn't be sitting through there. I work. <laughs> yes, this guy is probably seven foot. Yeah, but I've seen seven foot tall people in cars and their heads in there. So, well, well, in the old Lincoln Continentals, <laughs> there's a lot of room. Man, you had a lot of room in those. A lot of room. He may have been sitting in the back, but he would have fit in there. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of like High Tower in Police Academy, just rip the front seat out and sit in the back. High Tower was great. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, th- those are the big, the big uh, stars. Gator, Gator returns from White Lightning. He's again, again recruited by the by the government, yeah, but that's not just... in a nice way. This guy's an asshole. It, it all that goes was sideways. ridiculous. That was yeah. ridiculous. That whole recruitment was ridiculous because that what they expect to happen. Yeah. Um, they could have got him at any time, anywhere, peacefully yeah. and talked yeah. to him and asked him to do this. Um, it didn't seem like the stakes were really that high for Gator this time. In fact, he tried to leave and said, fuck yeah. it, I'm done. You know? Yeah, I, I think um, it would have been better had he still been in prison. And, and like another- how his brother got killed, if somebody would have kidnapped his daughter or I don't know, something, the stakes would have been. I don't think the stakes were high enough for Gator really to do there. this. Yeah, because what we found out is Bama is was apparently a real because Bama refers to Gator as his bestest friend ever. Yeah, they were best friends. They hadn't seen each other for years. They didn't but- act like best friends. That was weird. Um, so there right was the 
No, right. It was kind of odd. And it looked like Bama suspected him the entire time. He had another, I uh, had a cop investigating and he, I think he knew. And he did eventually find out that Gator yeah. was um, playing the other side. Um, yeah. When Gator was deciding he was going to leave, I think is what happened there. But yeah, yeah. it's um, like you said, there are holes in this, like major holes in the story. I enjoyed the movie. I do recommend the movie because it's Burt Reynolds and it's a good, good. Action Absolutely. Absolutely. The boat race, the, the car, the car chases, the ass whooping that Bama gets. And I think he killed him at, at the end of that. Yeah. I think that was a death blow whenever he slams it, that thing on him. Cause that's mm. going right across his chest. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, if he ain't dead, he ain't, he's never breathing on his own again. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's never going to breathe again on his own. But there were things that I noticed that about this time period, Burt Reynolds' movie started changing, mm-hmm. started leaning more heavily into humor. And that really opened up like a whole new section of his career because he was it always did. the sexy, the sexy, good looking, you know, dark haired, tough guy. And when and I think you saw it a little bit in White Lightning, but mm-hmm. I think you saw it a lot more in this one. There is a lot more humor here. Um, yeah. And this is one of the things. Burt Reynolds has such a distinctive laugh. Um, and he <laughs> <Yeah>. laughs a lot. <laughs> he that. laughs a lot, you know. Um, and you hear that. And I think that's where that's his wheelhouse. He yeah. likes humor. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I just instantly thought of the Dukes of Hazard movie uh, where he's Boss Hogg, all in white and everything. It's just now I got to watch that just because he's in it. I everybody hates it. I actually it. like it. Um, I, I understand the hate it gets. I thought it was a fun movie. Um, but, you know, hey, right. right. Hey, well, it's not the original. So it's going to I mean, it's Johnny Knoxville. But, you know, Willie Nelson is good as Uncle Jesse. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> we yeah. moved on to weed, but that's all right. <laughs> what are you going to do? They have, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? right? But um, yeah, I, I like you. I do recommend it if you want to watch a good seventies action movie. Um, yeah. It just isn't the greatest. Um, yeah, but it's I, I it's agree. part of the Burt Reynolds uh, saga, and um, this is before Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, and. Um, and by the time we get to Smokey and the Bandit, there's a lot more humor. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's they, tighter. They, it's tighter. And Yeah, I was going to say, they chiseled it down. They, they know I don't, I don't know how many films Burt ended up directing. Um, this may have been his first and only. I'm not sure. I think it was his first one, but I do think he liked to direct. Okay. And, you know, it shows a young director in this yeah. because there's a lot of weird choices. Um, but... You know, it's I've seen a lot worse. It is entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I like how uh, Bones gets his in the end. Yeah. It's a brilliant idea because as I'm watching, I'm like, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And Kent didn't realize what they're doing. I said, well, let me tell you. He's got the string attached to the door, attached to the lamp. That's brilliant. When you come in, the lamp falls. The guy's going to turn and shoot. He said, when he shoots, that thing is shooting off like a flame. It's got gas going. He opened up the gas. Yeah. Opening up all the gas lines. So he's going to shut that door. By the time somebody walks in that room and pulls that trigger, said they're they're done. They're there. That's it. She's looking at me. She's like, that's how did you catch all that? I said, because that's what I would do if I had no weapons. Once I saw him tie a string to that lamp, it's like he's going to put that to the door. And then I saw him go to the furnace like bomb. Yep. (laughs) Yep. As soon as that gun went off, boom. Yeah. Yeah. That was 
That's a good movie. That that was a good scene. He had yeah. some good stuff in here. A couple of things I didn't appreciate, like Alice Ghostly buying it. Yeah, that uh, uh, I, I didn't was mad see at that. He didn't buy it at the end either. I yeah. figured he'd already gone through enough shit. But he he the character never learned anything. No, he should not have been there. They should have fucking got in that car and been out of that county, fucking driving north. Yeah. There's a lot of stupid choices. This could have been a horror movie. There's so many stupid choices. Yeah, exactly. Why didn't Burt Reynolds lose his shoe in the sand <laughs> and fall down? Look, there's some great stunts. Um, great, yeah, yeah. great um, explosions well, and car chases. Oh, dude, when yeah. the truck crashes and the guy, the stuntman's on the back of the truck and it starts yeah. to flip and he flies off. I'm watching that and I was like, that has got to be one of the best. That was good. In-camera stunts and probably a lot more dangerous than it looked. Because yeah. I was just like, that's amazing. That is a fu- folks just look for the stunts alone. The stunts are good. It's good. And it is a showcase of of that, of stunts and action and everything. And it's it it is good. Before we wrap up, I do I did think of one other thing that I uh am watching that just came back last week and it's uh, on Apple TV called Ted Lasso entering its third and possible final season. I cannot recommend the show enough. It is a nice, wholesome comedy. Nice. It's so so funny, but there's such a good message underneath. You can't help but feel good watching Ted Lasso. So um yeah, it's it's brilliant. If you if you like uh football, um English, soccer as we say here. Soccer. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Football. It follows an American coach who is basically hired to destroy a football team because there's no way he'd know how to do it. And know how to coach right. Um, coach right. Okay. Yeah. So he's hired to to destroy the team and ends up basically saving and becoming everybody's friend and <laughs> and actually knowing what the hell he's doing. Well, that's good. That's so why I, love, I love stories like that. It's a good story. Really good. So, folks, Gator. Um, I say, yeah. If you want to watch some seventies yeah. action, absolutely. You could do worse. On yeah, Tubi, you, love Tubi. Love Tubi. If you've watched White Lightning, it's not as good as White Lightning. No, like not at all. This is, a, this is a sequel. I enjoyed it. Yes, definitely. So thanks again, folks, for joining us. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit the share. Um, tell a friend, tell somebody, um, and tell us if you like what you hear and see. So yeah. we will catch you next week. Greatly Thank appreciate you. it. Cheers.